0: Ferdinand front, a oh, Full jump! Lever, Ferdinand with Ferdinand. Ferdinand! Oh, that is a fantastic strike! The no-win Ferdinand! is going to come away with it. He's got a man open at the point, that's Phillips. Ferdinand, it's there! It's
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second edition of the new improved Blaze Roundtable. This week, we discuss a big weekend for the Blaze with wins against Nottingham and Dundee. We talk to Paul Thompson about new defenceman Dustin Wood. We get the views of Ross Venus and Jeremy Domish on the weekend's games. And we'll be looking ahead
0: to the big weekend the Comptre Blaze have against
1: Sheffield and Belfast.
0: Welcome to the Coventry Blaze Roundtable. I'm Ed Kimberley and I'm joined here, as always, by Paul Wheeler. So... Comptey Blaze winning 7-6 against the Nottingham Panthers and a big overtime win against the Dundee Stars 4-3 after coming back from being 3-1 down. A very impressive result there after being flat for two periods. We'll talk to Jeremy Dermish and Ross Venus later in the show about that, but now we'll talk about the Nottingham game, Paul. Big
1: result. Going into uh, any rink and scoring seven goals is an achievement. Going into... The NIC, which is traditionally not the best of rings for the Blaze during the season, is a fantastic achievement. Owen Fussy getting four goals as well, continuing his hot streak.
0: Yeah, Owen Fussy was great in both games. He had a five goal weekend, uh, getting the game time goal in Dundee as well. Another big performance against the Nottingham Panthers. I think the whole team played really well in the second period. There's five unanswered goals from the Blaze. Fantastic period of hockey, and, you know, a re- a re- some real positives can be taken from it from the Blaze.
1: We uh, also talked the big news on uh, Sunday, of course, Paul Thompson putting on uh, Twitter on Sunday morning that he was going to announce uh, the Blazes new defenceman signing to replace John Gordon. We, of course, have the audio of that. So here is Paul Thompson announcing Blazes new signing, Dustin Wood, and telling us a little bit about him.
2: Looking at the team over the last month or so, you know, I wanted a guy that uh, <coughs> is a shutdown player and a guy that can shut down top lines, I can put out in the last 30, 40 seconds of a period of a game, and uh, he can see us out. And I wanted someone with a bit more experience. He played four four and a half years straight, pretty much, in the American League. He played in the DEL for two years, was going to go back to the DEL, got a big offer in Japan in the Asia League, and uh, that's a very, very high-paying league. He'd signed in the Czech Republic in the Elite League this year, but... uh, he didn't end up going over. It broke down between his agent and the club. And he was sitting there in limbo. And I, I didn't really think we had a chance of getting the guy. But I kept bugging the hell out of him. And uh, you're not going to believe this. He's, uh, he played junior with Greg Chambers. And, and, you know, I haven't signed him for his points. I've signed him because he's a big boy. He's six foot two. He's a left-hand shot. He's played at a level, a very, very high level, for a number of years. And uh, I hope he's, uh, he's going to give us what we need at the back. It's very interesting what he says there, Paul, about um, Dustin Wood and, you know, you look at his
0: statistics, he's played over 300 games in the American Hockey League. You know, you don't do that if you're not at the peak of your uh, ability and, you know, so consistently as well. He we played in the DEL for two years, which is, you know, one of the top leagues in the world, possibly maybe fourth behind the KHL American League the NHL of course and possibly the uh, Elistrin in Sweden's up there. Um he even turned down an offer for the Finnish league, the top league there, the SM-League, which also ranks well in the top 10. Um he played in the Asia League for the last 2 years and that's that's no slumpy league because you know people don't really rate Japan as a hockey playing country, but um you can only have four imports out there and they're highly paid and they have to be highly skilled because they they make up a lot of a lot of the talent for the teams that they have over there and you know, if you want to compare Dustin Wood to someone, I think um, Steve Munn, um, former Sheffield Steeler, would be a really good comparison. A real good shutdown guy, a physical presence. Um, he's not going to score 30 goals in a season from the blue line. He's not going to do a Jonathan Weaver, but he's going to be something that the country Blades needed. And you know, you heard Paul Thompson say he's going to be an anchor. He's going to be someone that they're going to put out when they need to close off a game and win the game. And he's going to see a lot of time on the penalty kill. and I'm really excited with this
1: edition. He's definitely the kind of player that Blaze fans have perhaps been screaming out for this season, so it'll be interesting to see how he fits into the team. Moving on, though, obviously that announcement created uh, a big buzz going into the game against the Dundee Stars, and what a storming game it was. Blaze winning 4-3 in overtime eventually, with Ross Venus getting his first goal for the Coventry Blaze this season. Ed spoke to him after the game about... Oh, it went in, because it was a bit of a uh, strange one, you'll see from the highlights. Here's Ross Venus' thoughts on it.
0: Ross, first goal of the season tonight against the Dundee Stars. Dodgy bounce, we didn't see it. Talk us through what happened.
1: Well, I saw Nelly open in front of the net, and then I meant to make a pass. It came off the guy's skate, and then off the goalie's leg, so I didn't know much about it, but... Goal's a goal.
0: Goal's a goal, indeed. You, you've been kind of, I mean Tom has been juggling the lines around a lot, but you've been mainly on a line with Nelly and Farms and have really been clicking. What's it like playing with those guys? It must be nice to have a, a concrete line after uh, the shake around in the uh, in
1: the off-season. Yeah, it's, um, I like playing with them. I, I, I don't know, I just get on really well with Mafia ice as well, so I, I guess that helps. Cool. And it's a big weekend
0: next weekend against Belfast and Sheffield. What will you be trying to do to G up the boys?
1: Uh. You just gotta have a good week's practice, get going into the weekend, and try to get four points.
0: Interesting what Ross says there. Not not shy on the ice. He he's not afraid to put himself about a bit. But he looked a little bit uncomfortable in the interview. But he did a great job. Another person that we spoke to, we spoke to last week on the show, and he was dying to get his views from the weekend. In we also spoke to Jeremy Domish. Jeremy, we talked last season, uh, last weekend after a disappointing weekend. A lot better this time round. Yeah, uh, I mean, f- four points uh, Four points out of four is uh, always a uh, good weekend. Tomo was um, saying in Crosby's after uh, after the game that he was shouting and swearing in the second period. What did he say that Gigi walked within reason, obviously, because it's going out to our listeners? No, he, he, j- he j- just uh, he said what needed to be said. He said we, we needed to step up, we needed to be men, be held accountable, and uh, play with a little bit of heart and uh, testicular fortitude. Owen Fussy has been in fantastic form recently. He's hit double figures already this season, and he had five goals on the weekend. Tell us what it's like playing with him in front of you. Fussy's a strong player. plays hard on the puck. He's good in the corner along the walls. He's got a good knack for finding the net. Um, it's always a, it's always a plus playing with a forward uh, that has uh, his talent level uh, uh, in front of you. We've got uh, Belfast and Sheffield next weekend, two of the big teams in the league, and you played for one of them. It's going to be a real test for you guys. How are you planning on preparing for that? Good hard work, uh, hard work week, trying to stay upbeat and positive
1: and uh, just having a lot of fun, but also working hard and accomplishing what we need to accomplish uh, throughout the week in practice. What Jeremy says leads us nicely to the weekend. You uh, asked him with his last question how they prepare for the big weekend against uh, Sheffield and Belfast, and both Ross Venus and Jeremy Domish saying that they just want to work hard in practice and seemingly, you know, get the feel-good factor back around the team, because uh, it was noticeable in the third period. The first two periods, you know, the Blades, we said, were a bit flat. There was probably a bit we Dundee went 3 one up, but in the third period, the Skydome was rocking again. You could really feel the old feeling, and they need more of that against Sheffield and Belfast this weekend.
0: They do, yeah, and it's interesting that both Ross and uh, Domi talk about how important it is to have a lot of fun while you're playing and in training. And uh I think that's something that, you know, maybe the Blaze have lacked so fast, uh especially last weekend against the Cardiff Devils when you know, the team were flat and they just didn't look like they were enjoying their hockey. If you're enjoying doing what you're doing, generally, you know, psychologically you're going to be you're going to be better at it. I know that Tomo um talked talks about juggling his lines around against Dundee to try and find the spark. But I mean, you looked at the um the line that, you know, he played with uh, Luke Foljom um Mike McLean and uh, Rob Farmer, and they really looked like they were enjoying their hockey. And then he, he switched it around, and he had Guthrie playing with Fussy, and uh, he rotated a couple of people on that line. And they, you know, they really they really looked like they were enjoying their hockey. And having you, the right line mates and having the right mental prep because of that is really important. And against Sheffield and Belfast, you know, we're going into um, the, the Hallam FM Arena, and that's a big ice pad. And you know, we struggled um, against Nottingham in the NIC, got beat. And we lost against Sheffield, even though we looked a better team, but we still struggled on the big ice. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, the mental side of the Blaze game can be altered uh, and kind of they can get the monkey off their back in a way for that game.
1: But up against Belfast, the uh, old enemy coming to the Sky Dome on Sunday, they are one of my picks to win the Elite League this year. Brock McBride in particular has been scoring for fun so far this season. He's seemingly... Can't miss the net, so he'll be a player to watch uh, when the Giants come to the Sky Dome. They've got Jeff Mason on defence as well, who we know is a very good player. It's interesting Jeremy Dome saying that he likes playing with uh, Owen Fussy because he's the kind of player who can just find the net when he needs to, Domey saying in his interview uh, a little earlier on. But Belfast will be coming to the Sky Dome hoping to get a win. It will be a massive game, we think. Players to watch out for for them, we've said. Brock McBride and... Jeff Mason, is there anybody else who I've missed particularly yet, do you think?
0: Well, it's interesting because they lost two of their big names um, early on through injury in John Pelly, um, who was the leading point scorer in the Elite League last year when he played with Cardiff, and also um, they lost Jeremy Rebeck at the back, a uh, big experienced defenceman for them, who was <clears throat> kind of almost a more talented version of Neil Martin, if you can actually fathom a more talented version of Neil Martin in the Elite League and um, you know they're going to be big losses but they've got Ryan Crane who they signed as a uh, as a backup uh, a spare import and he's been very good since coming in and they've also brought back George Iwada who's been out of the game for a year or so but you know what George knows the you know he knows the league inside out and you know we we compared him to uh due to aim up in Fife although he's possibly been playing at a lower level if he's been playing at all He's the kind of seasoned professional that knows hockey in the UK, like the back of his hand. He's just going to be able to jump into the lineup and do a really good job for them.
1: So there we go then. The Blaze taking on Sheffield and Belfast this weekend. That is your Blaze round table for this weekend. Uh, with me, Paul Wheeler and also Ed Kimberley, we'll be back same time next Wednesday to look back on the games against Sheffield and Belfast and hopefully have uh, new signing Dustin Wood uh, at some point in the near future along with Shay Guthrie, he's our next target, and uh, Brian Yernick for an interview, so we hope to have them next week. But until then, thank you very much for listening. We'll be at the Skydome on Sunday for the Blaze-Belfast game, to, for the webcast. We hope you'll be there too to cheer on the Blaze to a victory. But for this week's Blaze Roundtable, from me, Paul Wheeler. And from me, Ed Kimberley. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.